This is Rob Scott, and you're experiencing Fundamental Shift from BackToBreath.com. States and Stages. Today's talk is going to be an introduction to what states and stages are in consciousness and the importance of both, and I'd really like to make it clear what we're trying to develop when we're trying to go through each of these sort of phases of consciousness or areas of consciousness. Today's talk is just going to be an introduction. There's so much to say about both states of consciousness and stages of consciousness. And um, a lot of this is taken from uh, integral theory. Some of this is taken from things like spiral dynamics and other uh, scientific works that look objectively at inside experience and begins to judge it. So, um, and there's good reason to do that. So today's talk is going to be on states and stages. Thank you for listening and let's get started. So let's start off by trying to define what a state of consciousness is. Quite simply, it's really just how you feel in this moment. So if I were to say, what's your state uh, you know, of being right now? You could mention all kinds of things. I feel happy. I feel sad. I feel nervous. I feel air against my skin. I feel whatever. It's the timeless state of being that you're in at the moment. And so lots of what we end up trying to do in life is manage our state. You know, if we start uh, drinking alcohol and we enjoy it, we're trying to manage our state. If we start to meditate and sit, we're trying to learn how to manage our state experience, right? So our state of mind, our state of being is what we're in now. It's a timeless, um, you know, sort of internal view and description of where we are. Another way to think about states of being are different states like waking state, sleeping state, dreaming state. We can talk about drug-induced states of consciousness. We can talk about spiritual states of consciousness. We can talk about all these different normal or altered or whatever types of states of experience. So no matter how evolved or developed we get, we end up still having these different states of experience. And that's one of the misunderstandings of people who meditate or teach meditation oftentimes is that there's an implied goal of finishing or being done or being endlessly at peace when the state of peace is just a state of mind and then there's another state coming later, which might be a state of sleeping, a state of interest, a state of happiness, a state of whatever, right? So our states of mind definitely change, but there's still this deep desire because our state of mind is our existence. It is our now experience. We want that to be as full and as meaningful as possible. So as we step out of our state and start thinking about it and judging it, we end up wanting it more. We want more of that happiness, less of that sadness. We start to manage this. And so we see we can do that with uh, chemicals or by treating people different ways or money seems to make me happy. So I do that and we end up developing all these beliefs and ideas about how we can sort of manage our state and one of the first developmental things is moving back away from what our ideas are or beliefs are about how we're going to be happy to being more honest with ourselves about what makes us happy and why that's a developmental move, in my opinion, is that we end up waking up to the honesty of it might not be money that makes me happy, but it might be relationships that make me happy. And that's we don't find that without some type of introspection. But the basic point here is that 
We're trying to define what state experience is, which is just what state of mind are you in, what state of being or consciousness are you in. And we're also trying to say that they kind of jump around, that state experience is all over the place, and that part of developing that might be learning trained state experience or training our state of mind. So states are not permanent because we still go back to bed, we still wake up and get hungry, we still do these things, right? Our state of mind will change over time, but we still want to manage it and grow into some type of mature place. So now to switch over to stages of consciousness or stages of development, we really start talking about development itself. We start talking about movement over time and self. And to start that conversation, we should really discuss what healthy development is. An example I just saw in a video is of a teenager who is beginning to become independent from his or her parents. That teenager is going to have a struggle of independence before they really can integrate and know that level of development into a healthy 20-something, right? From late teens to healthy 20-something, there might be some struggle with moving away from parents. That is a development from one stage into the next. And what's defined as healthy development there is when we can take a subjective experience of that struggle. And in this example, that's like moving away from parents and having fights with them or saying, you know, I'm important, listen to me, to where we can objectify that experience healthily and really move on from it and energetically drop it, right? So if I end up in my mid-20s and I still hate my parents because of that developmental stage, I probably haven't done a healthy development fully through it into the next stage. I haven't taken that subjective experience and objectified it into a healthy state. But in contrast, if I've moved on and understand, wow, that was just me as a teenager, now I'm an adult, now I have my independence, I've moved on healthily. I can take that old subjective experience of anguish and frustration with my parents and I can move it out into an objectified, I'm looking at it from a healthy space saying, wow, that was just growing up and I love my parents and thanks for all that stuff, right? So that's a definition of healthy development and it's also an example of a stage but there are lots of stages of development. There are mental stages of development. There are emotional stages of development. There are uh, sexual stages of development, on and on and on. So there are many lines of development. But what stage we're at ends up being normally our subjective experience, again, as judged from an external point of view. And that probably just got confusing, but it's really important to view. My state of mind is my experience in this moment as I see it. My stage in development would be how it would be viewed objectively. Stages are the structures or beliefs that we actually interpret our world with. The way our self looks at the world ends up being the stage that we're at. So right here, I think it's really important to sort of point out, you know, who am I to say there are stages? What, who, who's the one who's right and way up on top of the hill that gets to, you know, claim that, oh, there's stages and you're not as developed as you and this is, this is less than that or this is more than that? Where does that come from? To answer that question, I want to give an amazingly simple example of what a scientific study might have looked like. And I want to say that there have been many, many stu uh, studies about this kind of stuff in many areas. But a simple one might be, just asking a group of people 
and this is, I believe, where Spiral Dynamics sort of came out of, asking a group of people what, asking them to describe a healthy adult human being. And as they describe that, their answers may fall into many, many categories, but I'll just give three. Let's say one group of that question people answered in this way. They said that person would be able to handle themselves, they would be self-reliant, and they would um, you know, care about themselves and be healthy in that way. Let's say another group answered they would care about their nation, they would you know, work well in groups, and they would uh, you know, be happy in communal situations. And let's say another group answered they would be awake to the needs of the world, they would treat all living beings the same, they would realize that there's a oneness and a deepness and all that kind of stuff. So we could say that those three different answers end up coming from selfish to nationalistic or ethnocentric, a group sort of centered thing, to a world-centric view. So it goes from I to we to all, right? And what they found over and over in all these lines of development and all these ways is that people move through these stages. People start out very egocentric and they move to ethnocentric and they move to world-centric. Now everybody doesn't move like that, but there's never a movement that goes backwards. People don't end up world-centric early and then go to fully egocentric. And being egocentric doesn't disappear in world-centric, but the movement is from in this example, I to us to all. If we put that developmental line on emotional, people become more and more capable of more emotions, right? So there's a growth that's d demonstrable in scientific study after scientific study. And so that's why we get to say that there's some movement. And that's why we get to say that I can see that person's structures, but I can't really see my own. It's very hard to see our own structures and the level that we're at because it's our subjective experience. And until we've healthily objectified it, we can't see it. I can look back and look at my childhood development and see it very clearly, but it's very hard to see the structure that I'm at now. So that ends up being our struggle. We have state management that's very important, and we have stage development also going on. And at each stage of development, we have states of consciousness. So even if I'm not very evolved in a certain line of development, I can still have these state experiences of potentially oneness, potentially all the different emotions that are there, everything that's going on that way. But I may not be evolved through the stages very much, right? And so this gets very confusing when we're trying to self-develop, when we're trying to self-heal and grow. What am I really trying to do? when I sit on the meditation cushion, or what am I really trying to do when I'm learning and being introspective? Well, I'd say we're definitely trying to manage our state. There's no question about that. But what might be a new concept is that we're also trying to develop through the stages. And where I'm going to disagree with, uh, I guess, conventional thought at this time, um, people say that we can't self-develop through these stages, or that nobody really knows how to do that. They also say that meditation doesn't help with stage development, but that it helps train the states. Well, I think the act of meditating is both state management, but it's also time to sit and be introspective. And as thoughts arise, we end up maybe moving through those stages as well. And even integral theory has said that uh, there are more stage development 
while we're trying to meditate, that that's the only way we've seen to sort of move through these stages. But learning what the stages are is a big movement, and it's, it's important to understand that we are trying to develop through stages, and that part of our growth is developing through stages of consciousness as well as states. Another thing that I really think is important to point out is that as we're trying to be compassionate with people at other stages of development, it's really important that we realize that we are judging, right? This is a judgment uh, that we're making on people. And one of the problems that some people in the spiral dynamics camp tend to make, and this is going to sound very hypocritical as I'm judging, right? I'm, I'm very aware that I'm judging right now. But we all need to remain aware that we're judging when we do this because people start talking about nations that resonate at a lower value meme or a value system than we do. And they end up saying that those people are that value thing rather than that they're behaving at a certain value thing. And as soon as we equate the behavior with the person, the judgment has sort of widened all the way. So when people in Spiral Dynamics say so-and-so is at a red meme and red just has to be dealt with like this, um, we've really closed down and lost our compassion for people that are really allowed to be at whatever level they're at. Um, I just heard a very sort of popular and famous person in the integral group, uh, Stuart Davis, do a movie uh, critique, and he was critiquing the critiquers of a certain movie that he liked, and in that he ended up really ripping, saying that people weren't capable at their current level of um, understanding a movie that was as deep as what he was talking about. And what we're doing there is we're really sort of losing the compassion for where people are. I'm not saying Stuart Davis was wrong. He was very right, and his point was good in that he was saying that we see movies and we experience life from whatever level we're at, whatever stage development or structure that we're at. But the problem was is that he really started throwing stones at people that aren't capable of seeing any higher than where they are. And so it's important that we keep our compassion about where people are and that when we see people that are at lower stages than we are, that we don't fault them for that, but that we maybe help them be as fully where they are as possible to understand and to be as open at whatever level they're at. And if we believe in stage development or movement through them, that we maybe help them to see the next stage that's, uh, that's in line for them. So this has been a longer talk, and I apologize. We're back to the 15, 20-minute range. Uh, but it's really important, and I've only, I've only dusted over this. This is a very complex topic, and, uh, and there's thousands of topics in this topic. So uh, I apologize for going so long. But I got one more point on state development. And as much as I said that it's sort of all over the place and that, yeah, we might have a realization and then we fall asleep, there are states of being that end up moving from just this, you know, waking, dreaming, formless sleep. We, we end up having certain understandings. We end up coming into non-dual states of understanding. And as we work toward training our state of being, you know, all of life is a state experience or experiment. You know, we kind of walk around and, ooh, this food makes me feel a certain way. And, ooh, as I mentioned, this drink makes me feel a certain way. As we're growing up, we're trying more and more to manage that stuff. And as we start to really get to the point where we want to sit on a meditation cushion or work and just sit down and think about our lives or be introspective and self-develop, once we get there, there are 
developmental paths through these trained states. And so once we decide to train our mind, we get better and better at that. And one of the awakenings or developments that I want to bring up again is this sort of non-dual understanding where we start to not be pushed around by good and bad as much. And that's a real development in state. So that is a that is a where states and stages begin to be blended and states and stages can be blended in more ways than that. So don't misunderstand what I'm saying there. But states don't only jump around. We can begin to manage them more through training them. And so training our states are important. And stage development, as we become just aware of it, that is a big deal. And so, you know, if you'd like more information on that, a great book to look at for states and stages is uh, the Integral Spirituality book by Ken Wilber. Um, Spiral Dynamics is a good uh, primer for one of the levels of development, which is the value system development. But as I said, there's all kinds of stage development. And um, I think Integral Spirituality talks very uh, well about all that. And a lot of this talk is directly from that book. So um, keep that in mind. But states and stages, we are actually trying to develop and go through both of those. And uh, I think that's pretty much the point of this talk. So listen, thank you so much for putting up with the uh, many, many minutes of me babbling. Um, I hope this has been clear and helpful. Thanks so much for listening. Be kind to yourself and everybody else.